This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Tampa Bay Lightning are one win away from a return to the Stanley Cup final and with authority. It's the Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast. Justin Cuthbert back with you. Yeah, what wasn't as much of a game as it was a one-sided showcase in Game 5 between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. Tampa scored three in the first. Tampa scored three in the second. And they added two more in the third for good measure to take a 3-2 series lead with an 8 nothing victory. And this one was unbelievably Tampa Bay. It's not even funny. I mean, what has this team done after losses in the last two postseasons? Well, they win now 13 straight times. And what do they do before they find themselves in precarious positions? Well, they play themselves out of those positions. And what do they do when there's a little criticism around certain players? Well, those certain players respond. When the Lightning needs something, they produce it. That is their hallmark. And they needed this win to avoid facing elimination for the first time in two years and the first time in 39 consecutive games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And that is exactly what they did. I don't think uh, the success in this game hinged on anyone or was on anyone's shoulders coming into this game, but there was a little bit of a conversation around Steven Stamkos, Anthony Sorelli and Alex Kloran on the second line. They were each scoreless in the series. Alex Kloran was the only Tampa skater to not be on the ice for a five on five goal four. And, you know, looking at their postseason, the numbers have been fine. Honestly, they're not lagging that far behind the point Kucherov Palat line they've got a slight goals advantage mostly even in terms of the underlying data and that's really fine because if they break even at five on five or do a little bit better which they have done you've got Stamkos and Kaloran uh, who've been major parts of the power play they've got three goals apiece or at least they did coming in and spoiler alert they got one each so they now have four goals apiece on the power play and Anthony Sorelli's been a big part of the penalty kill but there was noise about that line coming in and Quickly, that noise was silenced because they scored two goals in the opening period, one from Steven Stamkos 45 seconds in, and then Alex Kalorn got one in the first period before it was up. And then before 40 minutes was up, before they headed into the second intermission break, uh, they both had power play goals. So in under 40 minutes, four goals from Stamkos and Kalorn in that second line. And as I mentioned, what they do is they answer the critics. They come up when they're needed to. Uh, And certainly the pressure that was on that group was quickly alleviated by themselves and themselves only 
uh, by lead head, leading and spearheading what was an offensive showcase for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And as I sort of like look at this series and look at Tampa Bay's run and the possibility of them going back to back, I, I do find that I'm I'm very pleased that Steven Stamkos gets this, gets this moment. Of course, he missed all of last season's playoffs with the injury, except from, you know, a few glorious shifts and that one goal that he scored inside those shifts. And he did get to hoist the Stanley Cup above his head. He was handed to handed the, the championship trophy from Gary Bettman and all that. Uh, but I think there will be something missing for him if he doesn't get to see it through. And as Tampa is now one win away from returning from the Stanley Cup final and probably the favorites at this point, I kind of feel good about the fact that Steven Samkos might get that opportunity. I don't normally pull for the, the teams that are defending champions and have the opportunity to win again, but to see Steven Stamkos get that opportunity, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, I got to be honest. Now, when teams study the Tampa Bay Lightning or when they continue to study the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they will because they are the case study in the NHL, I, I also find myself thinking about what they might discover. And there's tons of things, right? You know, the importance of a guy like Andre Vasilevsky, the importance of a guy like Braden Point. How are we getting him in the fourth and fifth round? That's something they've got to figure out the other 31 teams. But I, I think one thing that's really postseason specific is, and it was a big part of the story tonight, was showing urgency before it's actually urgent. Far too often we te see teams, you know, they allow clubs back in. And then they show that urgency maybe when it's too late. But the Lightning, even though they haven't been in those like really critical and dire situations, they understood that they didn't want to be in that situation two nights from now in Long Island if they managed to lose this game. And I think there's no coincidence that the Lightning had arguably their best period of the entire playoffs, but certainly this series in the first period tonight. I mentioned the goal from Stamkos, the goal from Kalorn. They had three in the first period. They had a ton of rush chances. They had a ton of scoring chances. They had a 19 to five shot advantage. It was a clinic in the first period for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They didn't allow the New York Islanders to even get their footing in this game because they knew what was at stake. And Tampa understands this because they've been through it, but also understands the fact that they just don't even want to get into those situations where they could find themselves in a 50-50, a coin flip scenario. Tampa knows not to get into that into that situation, and I think they showed that with their start here in Game 5. Mentioned Vasilevsky, obviously, just of tremendous important, importance to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe not tonight, because pretty much any goaltender, I think, could have saw that one through for Tampa, at least one of an NHL caliber. But we mentioned Tampa after a loss. How about Andre Vasilevsky after a loss? Now 13-0 in the last two postseasons combined with a sub-150 goals against average at about a 950 save percentage and now three shutouts just after a loss. I mean, talk about cutting the bleeding, not allowing the bleeding to, 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 to seat past even a, the slightest drop. Unbelievable what Andre Vasilevsky continues to do for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But again, this was all about offense tonight. Eight goals for the Lightning, which is 47% of the scoring that they had in the series. They've got 17 goals or 16 goals. Anyway, it's 47%. You can check me on that. They scored this 20th power play goal of the playoffs as well in their 16th game. 20 power play goals is twice as many of the Islanders who have the next most, and it's five times as many as the Golden Knights, who have been terrible on the power play. But that is a shocking number. Like if Tampa uh, plays 
uh, Vegas in the in the uh, Stanley Cup final, which is maybe the expectation at this point. What a significant advantage that will be for Tampa Bay, who has the best power play, certainly in the playoffs, and probably we think about them as the best power play in the sport, and Vegas, which just cannot do anything with the man advantage. But again, it's about offense, and if it's about offense, it's been largely about Braden Point. It was utterly unimportant, but Braden Point scored and extended his goal-scoring streak to eight games. It is now the second longest of all time behind Reggie Leach back in, I think, 1975 with the Philadelphia Flyers. And with his eighth goal, he broke a deadlock with seven other players on a list that included Mario Lemieux, Jean Beliveau, Rocket Richard, Joe Sackick, and Pat Lafontaine. But here's the kicker, the most impressive thing about all of that, and there are some impressive names there, is that it's been a quarter century since any of those players reached seven consecutive games scoring a goal. Like, this is... This is the, now, and that was then. That was then. It was possible to do things like that. It doesn't seem like it's possible to score in eight consecutive game games in the modern era like Braden Point has done. Absolutely unreal what Braden Point has accomplished, even if it was, uh, I think, the extra point, the seventh goal to start the third period. Certainly not as consequential as his previous seven. And that got me thinking more and more about the Consmite Trophy race, at least within the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think it's got to be close to even odds right now between Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, and Andre Vasilevsky. And I have no idea how you're going to split these hairs. I mean, I mentioned Point, the crazy goal t- totals, but also what he is to Tampa this year is what Victor Hedman, who won the trophy, was to Tampa last year. He is like the motor of this team, the engine, the guy everything seems to run through. But then, then again, Nikita Kucherov, three assists tonight, 27 in 16 games in these playoffs and 61 now over the last two playoffs. He could have the two single highest point totals in the last 10 years in the playoffs, win back-to-back championships and not win an MVP. That would be remarkable if that happened. And then there's Andre Vasilevsky, who's now 11 and five in this, in these playoffs with a 940 ish save percentage. And he's got four shutouts. He almost has as many shutouts as he has losses with one win being one win away or one win standing in the way of returning to the Stanley Cup final. Remarkable what all three of those players have done to get Tampa back to this point. And again, it's not just them. Like Steven Stamkos has a, has a bunch of goals in these playoffs. He hasn't been playing second fiddle. There's been a lot of guys who have been contributing to this. You can barely find anyone who's not pulling their weight at this point. And that includes even in the seventh and eighth defensemen. There was one up line, one lineup change tonight. I'm not even sure it was worth talking about until he scored. Luke Shen came in to take Eric Cernak's spot in the lineup after Cernak was banged up in game four. And Shen scored what was a very fortunate goal. But, you know, you look at this team and they needed nine defensemen last year to get through and win the Stanley Cup. And I'm not sure they're going to need nine this year, but they needed to dip into the reserves because Cernak is injured. And Cernak's an important player for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So they're going to want to have him back, but being able to plug in a player like Luke Shen, obviously a Stanley Cup champion from last year, but a guy with, um, you know, the postseason know-how, been around the block, and is just a pretty seasoned veteran and a guy who could do a job for you. That's a luxury for Tampa Bay to continue to have despite all their cap problems. I'm not even sure it's worth talking much about the Islanders because you can't really gauge anything from that performance. They were out of it before it, was even started it seemed uh they went from 
Varlamov to Ilya Sorokin. And then we almost saw Varlamov again, but Sorokin was able to sort of fight off a, a bit of an injury and stay into the game. But it didn't really matter who was in that. I think this was going Tampa Bay's way regardless. But as you look more and more at the Islanders and their chances, like the one thing just sticks out is that they're just not as deep at forward. And what's most representative of that is the fact that Anders Lee has not been in these playoffs. Their captain has not been available, obviously, with the the bad knee injury. And they're not going to get him back. And they've been forced to play a guy like Leo Komarov on the top line. And it just seems like they're one forward short because Komarov wasn't working. They had to drop him down to the third line and upgrade Kyle Palmieri. And that ruined what they had with the third line being a dominant uh, force for them and being able to create advantages near, near and around the margins. Like the Islanders just seem like they're, they had one more player. They might be in the position where they could be up three, two in this series, but uh, it is not to be, of course, with Andrews Lee out and, I wonder if they've got that second win to try and take this one away from Tampa and force a game seven and try and do it again at Amelie arena. Um, so yeah, a big win for the Tampa Bay lightning an unsurprising win based on their history, but also because of the quality of this team, just a, uh, an, it's, 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 we don't say it enough, just an unbelievable hockey team and what they're accomplishing is fully deserved and, and pretty incredible given the climate in the NHL today. Uh, game six between those two teams will go Wednesday night. And before that, we've got game five between the Vegas Golden Knights and Montreal Canadiens. We will be here to wrap up both of those and hopefully detail what's a closer game or a game that at least has something other than historical implications for the Tampa Bay Lightning to discuss. Uh, we will pick it up on Tuesday night. Tampa Bay Lightning, one more win away from the Stanley Cup Finals for a second consecutive year and five wins away from repeating as Stanley Cup champions. It seems more likely than not that we will see them there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 